Hey, everybody. I'm Chad Eckert, and that's Eric Martins. That's Josh Bennett. This is the Fantasy Golf Pod, where we'll find you together with us on Wednesday afternoons. Cracking beers. Clicking names. Mm. <laughs> this week is for the U.S. Open, the United States of America major. Are we uh, just like last week where we only played Canadians in Canada? Are we only United States citizens in the U.S. Open this week? Oh, I don't know if that's the greatest strategy. Oh. But, uh, okay. We do like the majors, though. That's where uh, you'll find majors. us cracking beers, clicking names every Wednesday. But this week, it's important. We are going to get right into it. We're live. I'm at the cabin. So if the Internet goes out, you guys are going to have to take it. Oh, okay. No. Cabin three is the internet network. No, I'm on right now. Uh, either way, criteria this week. Okay, so for the uh, podcast, we've got some stuff that we're going to be doing. We're going to cr- we're going to go over the criteria for clicking. We're going to look through the recent form names. We're going to consult some ownership projections. We're going to talk about who we want to fade. Put them in the rival pile. And then you have the free squares, obviously presented in, by our friends at NoonanGolfCo.com promo code FGP. We'll talk about your model, Josh. We'll go over our lineups. But first and foremost, criteria for clicking the U.S. Open. Where are we? Is it in L.A.? Do we have to worry about weather? Maybe. LA Country Club. No, you don't have to worry about weather. How's the air quality okay, there? Is it bad? It might not be. Uh, oh, it's going to be. It's going to be fine. It's going to be the same both Thursday and Friday from what I looked at. So don't worry about the weather. What you can look at is you can read and uh, all the articles that are out there. There's a bunch of content. Um, I tried to avoid a lot of it to try to avoid being told things and then having tilt later thinking that why did I have mm. that guy's thoughts? But I did listen to the Preferred Lines podcast. I do definitely tune into our guy BK at the Tap and Birdie. And he had the Andy Lack guy on and which was oh. important. Because Andy Lack apparently has played this course a bunch of times. Who <laughs> but which, I don't know if that's helpful, but it's fun to listen to them talk about what will happen this week. And if, you know, do you need to be a driver of the ball? Do you need to have uh, approach a game? Do you need to be a good putter? Uh, Quagnus, have you consulted anyone's things or anyone's models or anything like that? I have not been... Uh corrupted by anything i'm 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 oh, pure you're clean you're pure clean. yeah well i'm not sure what <laughs> mat- matters other than it is a major um and there are major killers out there people that have ha- had better success in harder events majors like brooks kepka it's his time to shine it's father's day on sunday so then should we consult some new fathers yeah who are they uh i actually did find out the fresh fathers are at in the field Hank Lebiota is playing the U.S. Open somehow, but and he also just had a kid. But I like Ryan Fox. Have you ever heard of this guy? Yeah. Okay, so he had a kid in May, which is his second kid. This is good news for uh, Father's Day to celebrate on Sunday with hoisting the trophy in the 7K range. Ryan Fox, maybe, 7,100. What about Sloan? Some guy named Sloan, a Canadian. There's another Canadian who had a baby in December as well. His name is Mac Hughes. Um, I like Peters, Thomas Peters. We know he's good. Uh, what about our guy, Homa, had a baby, his first baby last October. This will be his first Father's Day for Max Homa. Does this matter? Wow. Motivated. And it's his home course, if you haven't heard that. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
And oh, yeah. he's so far removed from like it's not a newborn anymore. Like he's gotten out of that stage. So this is like kind of perfect timing if you have your first kid and now it's your first, you know, uh, Father's Day, and then he's playing a major. I love Homa now. Let's go. Clicking. Okay. And then Taylor Pendrith, another guy who had his first kid. And then we have Rom. He had a kid. I, I didn't really do the most extensive research. I just looked at Instagram and saw if they posted an announcement about having a baby. And then <laughs> that's how I came up with this. Yeah. So uh, those criteria for clicking or, you know, what's the most important criteria for clicking, Quagnus? Recent form. Which is my model. And it's also our guy, SmartGolfBets.com. SmartGolfBets.com. Mike Miller's spreadsheet each week will show you the green squares, the top tens. And look at the people at the top of this board here. Lots of green squares, except for Rom. A yellow square. Mm. Yellow is very good, so you want a yellow too. Lots of yellows, and some people play on different tours. So like Brooks Kepka on the Live Tour. I don't know if this 12th is that important. But look at that recent form, names, things. Nice, love that. Um, do you guys consider recent form the most important criteria for clicking? Quagnus? I do. I do. Yeah, I do. And and I'm 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 now two weeks in a row where I can't really use course history, hmm. which I consider to be somewhat relevant. And it's it's been moderately successful this season, just balancing that. So. But yeah, you know, it, depending on the site you use, you have no live results. So Brooks Kepka doesn't really come in that high, but he's my favorite golfer this week. Oh, oh, how could he not be? Major killer. Yes. Dude, we love Brooks. Uh, recent form can be considered basically the last three months or so, but our guy, uh, Scott Fawcett from the Decade System, we had him on the podcast right before the season started and we picked his brain on what he would consider like the most important recent form. And what did he say, Josh, exactly? With the recent form and how many weeks you should use? Yeah, like we're going back 12 weeks. We're going back three months. Eight, eight, eight weeks. Eight events that eight each events. person has played. Mm-hmm. That's how you. That's when stats start normalizing out where the randomness kind of equals out versus what is actually normal. So we don't eight want events, whatever that is, 32 rounds or something like that. Right. So like last week, if he missed the cut, it's not detrimental because two weeks ago he was really good or whatever. Uh, we can't really take in consideration the last couple of weeks as much because there's a lot of variance in those results. So we want to look at the last eight events, but you don't want to go back to the last 12 months because or six months even because sometimes those people were hurt or there's other reasons why their results are shitty. Mm hmm. Uh, I actually make narrative lineups each week, and I've noticed that the decently recently, I do like to say it and it rhymes, that (laughs) has been the most well, that's performed pretty well overall, but recent form, mid-season form, and golfing good, those, obviously those are just based on the recent results, recent form. So I'm doing four out of my 20 total lineups using recent form, so my criteria for clicking is is a lot focused on that. And you can actually look into the stat model, the approach, the ball striking, and the total strokes gained and stuff like that. And those are all equating to recent form. So that's our part, that's our most important criteria for clicking. Uh, and then who has that? So we saw we talked we saw that sheet from Smart Golf Bets. We see that Scheffler has obviously the best recent form of anybody on planet Earth. 
He's playing. I mean, he doesn't not top 12. So it's easy to see that Scheffler is the number one recent form guy. He's also the most expensive. So that's not very, very fun. So you can go to, and you can look in the 8K range at the name Tyrrell Hatton. Mm-hmm. So that kind of comes in as the most efficient recent form. Hatton is uh, performing really great for the last few months, but especially in the last couple of weeks too. So we're into that Hatton guy and you get the savings on him. Also, you could potentially look at Rory McIlroy as his recent form. He has three top tens in a row. Is that right? Sure. Uh, let's see here, Rory. Yeah, Hovland. three top tens. Hov- so Rory's bad, but he's got three top tens in a row. So and and three mm-hmm. top tens in a row, or four top tens in a row in the U.S. Open. Not that they're at the same courses. Okay, so spoiler alert: that could potentially be a free square. Rory McIlroy's oh. under 10k. What a joke on yeah, that. that okay, and then actually. recent form, uh, recent winner Victor Hovland, who won the Memorial. So you got uh, 10k Victor Hovland. That seems almost like a free square there. If you're looking at major form too, dude's God. playing one of the best major seasons of anybody on uh, ever. So there's that. There's Xander, who could have been recent form guy. Except his last two outings were an 18th and a 24th. Not, it's not even that bad. Five. His but U.S. Open history is hilarious. He's so good. <laughs> he should win. That's a free square. It feels like he, he, he easily could. I mean, easily. Any of these guys can easily win. Scheffler, Rom, Brooks, 100%. Cantlay, Hovland, Rory, Xander. All those guys. All of them can easily win. Uh, Justin Rose, could he win? He's got good recent form. No, Justin Rose cannot win this golf tournament. Oh, he could. <laughs> he will, maybe. Our guy BK is betting him to win. Ah. Well, now he's he no. <laughs> uh, Oh, speaking of BK. Is he here? What's up, donkeys? Oh, yeah. BK's on Rose. He's on other names. So you can watch uh, his podcast, The Tap and Birdie. It's on all the platforms. But yeah. the live guys... Uh, could you see Brooks has recent form? Yes, Cam Smith is just dominating now again. He's got his little injuries past him. And then Bryson, some recent form? Didn't Otherwise, uh, didn't Cam Smith also say that basically at the beginning of the season he he was just enjoying having a lot of money and not caring about golf? <laughs> didn't he say that? I'm pretty sure he was like, I haven't seen my family and gone to Australia in like nine years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so bye. Like see you never. And then he just didn't <laughs> care. Okay, he so. Be, uh be good again. Ricky Fowler's on this list of recent form with back-to-back top tens, and he's having a really consistent season, and we know Ricky's motivated to win a major. I did look at the notes from last year, the U.S. Open, and I wanted to see if Fitzpatrick fell on the recent form bandwagon because otherwise my uh, argument this week in this year could be shitty if the winner of last year's tournament wasn't on there, and he was. He was actually the last name that I typed out, and so the last name that I typed out this year is Adam Scott. Oh. So we got Adam wow. Scott in the recent form. All right, so um, besides recent form, you can actually look at ownership projections and you can see that those can sometimes be considered power rankings. Although uh, they should be considered power rankings. I was listening to our guy, Degenerate75, and he makes like direct comments about us, like without saying us, or like I feel like it's about us because we say a lot of the stuff. Like I know some some of our comments are sarcastic, and can be mocked by those people, but it's like obviously, like if they're owned, you know, it's easier to play somebody that's not owned and get you know ahead, and they're all about the same. 
But at the same time, I, you know, $7,700 Justin Rose is the second most owned name. That could be the name that would appear on uh, Degenerate 75's list of chalk donkeys, potentially. Don't play that. <sighs> it's going to be really dumb to, or is, we're waiting on brick, brick75.com, not sponsor of the show, but somebody that we actually use his information and he might have credibility and he plays for high stakes. He is, his ownership projections come out later. The later the ownership projections are, the more accurate they are. Hello. So don't reveal yourself Tracker. to be a fool early in the week by putting your projections out and they're just totally off and it's just a waste of everyone's time. So we're waiting on Brick75 to confirm our other websites and my thoughts. And we'll put that on our Discord channel. In the meantime, you'll see that all these names are like 20, 19.8, 19.8. I mean, these two are exactly the same, literally averaging out three websites and or two websites in my brain but then you have victor hovland's at 19 and then it's like you know they're all kind of the same here hatton xander brooks rory does this make sense do these names these are good names it makes yeah, sense they're good names people will pick them i don't see um but oh at the end of the day they're ownership projections so be careful using those to make decisions because a lot of people do do that and then they pivot off of what people are saying I actually will log in and watch Degenerate 75's YouTube channel later today, and I'll see who he has his ownership because, like, nobody really knows. We're all just guessing. Um, but, yes, my final thought about ownership projections are because you have to consider which contest we're talking about here. Are we talking about the Millie Maker? Are we talking about a contest with a specific payout structure which heavily favors the first prize? So sometimes – the ownership projections will change or they should change. The projections should change based on how many entries does everyone get? How many, what's the total entry fee? Is it a thousand? Is it 555 for one lineup? Well, there's going to be totally different ownership than if it's 25 cents and you get 150. Does this make sense? Yeah. I feel like it's always just been assumed that we're talking about giant GPPs ownership, right? Yeah. For the most part, but then there's giant GPPs that are for $20 versus 300,000 entries. And then there's giant GPPs that are $5. And even that can skew what you're wanting to do with your five or your 20. Cause $5 to you or $5 to me is a different thing. Right. Um, either way, we're on to the fades. Now we're interested in coming up with a group of human beings that we actually do not want to click. We do not like, and we can root against cause then making the decisions on Wednesday afternoons become easier and some of the names that we've already established into our rival pile. I like this little rival pile. Yeah. It's a pile of names that they're all rival. Tom Kim is number one on the list. Yes. I don't not like Tom Kim. I think he's a nice kid or whatever. And I loved the President's Cup thing. But everybody jumped on as if he was the next coming of Tiger Woods. And this yeah. irked Josh Bennett. And it made us feel like we don't know about this kid. He's winning with the putter. Can that be sustainable on the PGA Tour? We'll see. And we've so far we've seen. Doesn't. Yeah. And then he's not very long off the tee either. So we're a little bit off of Tom Kim. I want to put Hideki into this bucket. What? He's a fraud. Remember? <laughs> what? Oh, okay. No Hideki. Well, I have not clicked Hideki in years. It burned me at one time at the Masters, but otherwise never burned me. Uh Corey Connors can be in this bucket because I can't figure out how to click him right. And then all of a sudden I feel like I've clicked him wrong when he's in the contention about to win Martins. And then he actually fails miserably. And it makes me vindicated on my thoughts about Corey Connors. So Corey Connors and his bad putter can get into the rival pile. What about Lowry as well? Yes. 
But see, at Lowry at majors is just—it's he, making it really hard for me to put him in the rival pile because of his track record at majors. Quagnus, are we? Are we? Do we need to go away from uh, Josh's line of thinking on Lowry? Yeah, I was just looking at him and I was gonna click him, but then, <laughs> but then I could just hear Josh saying, "What?" <laughs> what good at? And I was like, "What am I doing here again?" I'm what not be good at. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Well, so either way, I am actually going to honestly condense my player pool down. Last you uh, PGA Championship, I had everybody played everybody at the top, everybody eight K and above. Didn't care, didn't want it. Or no, actually, no, that's not true because I actually faded Rom, and he was like the only fade I made. Remember this? And it was great. I still didn't win any money, so I need to fade more than just Rom. I need to get a little bit different in my clicks. And I'm saying, fuck you, Rom again. I'm doing a, I'm doing a fade of Rom. Yeah, you got to pick one. So I faded around. I'm fading Cantlay. Is this a bad idea? Yes, it is. I know. I'm scared. I'm playing <laughs> Cantlay. Oh, is he in your lineup? Yeah. He's third in the model, too. Wow. At 10-3, yeah. I don't know. Every, so. Everyone is everyone's writing Cantlay off because it doesn't seem like he can play very good in majors. So doesn't everyone's seem. like, oh, fuck it. We'll just play other people that are better in majors. But he's, like, wildly good. So... One of these times he's just going to be good in one or two or three or four. So, well, I guess he likes California. He went to Los Angeles, California for college. He likes bent grass, and that's the greens here. Weirdly, mm. so maybe this is all coming yeah, together. Can't wait to there. finally get over the hump. He could be considered the best player that doesn't have a major on the PGA Tour. Uh, yeah. but I'm not playing him. I'm going to fade hometown Homa. Oh, listen. If he had been in any sort of form coming into this, I would have loved to be all in on Homa. But he has no form. The only thing that's carrying him recently is the putter. He has no off the tee game. So I'm a little bit off of Homa. I'm really sad that he peaked basically like in the fall this year, which is annoying. But either way, I like Homa as a person, but not going to play him this week. I'm not playing Morikawa either. Mm. Are you guys into back spasms? I have no clue how those work or why they are killing people, but... If you have back spasms, you're dead. Martin, have you ever had a back spasm? You can't be, you can't be trusted. Um, I don't know. So the one experience I've had with back spasms is I was in eighth grade and I was the quarterback of the eighth grade football team or whatever. Mm. And like I remember going on an away game and like having back spasms to the point where I was like, I'm going to have to not play today. I can't play. And I was in eighth grade. It was like shocking to me. Like I can't and like – like, you know, like just tweaks oh. your back. So I'm good on Morikawa this week. We're we're out on that. Yeah. I mean, great. He could show up. He could shot up with cortisone, whatever. But that's fine. I don't. I, I will be happy for Morikawa. I'll be happy for Homa. But I'm not playing him. I'm actually not. I, I it's it's weird because I played a lot of heart at the uh, PJ Championship. Went all heart, and I'm doing a lot of a uh, little more head this this time oh. around. And I'm, I'm even what? fading Tony Finau, our guy. <laughs> The three say that the 3M open chip. I'm doing some head, yeah, uh, clicking, clicking with my head, brain, my heart, brain. And I am going against my beer gut heart, and I'm not using Tony Finau either. Oh, (sighs) me either. No, I'd like to. It's just because he hasn't played in a while. So we're, I got to fade people. I'm fading Jason Day because I think he sucks it now. Yeah. yeah. He's a little bit hurt sometimes. That's another back spasm guy. Stay away from those guys. Yeah. So how do we feel about that? Do you guys have any full on fat fades or not? Chad, how does it feel 
that you know with absolute certainty that that group of people that you're fading this week, a bunch of them are going to play really well this week. Just you know that's going to happen, right? Well, I I don't know that's well, I do know that's going to happen, but I don't know which one. <laughs> I know exactly. And so, in fact, okay, so these are the fades in my. Uh, exp- I can show my exposures. It's on the list of things to get to. But we're uh, we're basically like uh, I'm going to do some of those fades in single entries to try to just make sure that I have a couple outs because I'm a pussy. So there's that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're here now to the favorite segment of the podcast. It's called the five squares. Five Wait, you asked squares. if we had fades, and then we didn't get to answer. What you did? You have any? Yeah, I want to add one. Oh well, I'd love to have you add them. I, I am. I can be done talking. I'm gonna. Me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna add Spieth to your list. What? Yeah. Why? Spieth is getting really pumped up because I think he's like he's been decent like off the tee uh, mm-hmm. recently, but. But I don't think I don't think that's normal for him. So I don't think he's going to be able to do that forever. Mm. And when it gets back to being not as good mm. in a U.S. Open, where the rough is long, he's going to be bad. Mm. <laughs> so out on Spieth. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, I'm, I got some Spieth. Was that was that worth stopping for, or should we just should I never do that? Spieth again? is the fifth most owned guy I have. Wow, and he's been putting badly. Imagine him showing up this week. He could do it. No, and the wrist injury is apparently gone. It was fine anyway. I think. Well, he's not one of the free squares, so don't worry about it. This is a new segment that we're doing. We're rolling this out. Could be five, could be four, could be 14 free squares. Uh, We're doing a mix and match, a potpourri. We're starting, though, obviously, with the first free square of the week. This is sponsored by the Noonan Golf Co. Josh, noonangolfco.com, promo code FGP will get you 10% off. You can get hats, T-shirts, uh, hater blockers. You can get putter covers and all sorts of towel things, creative colors. Go for it. Noonangolfco.com. Brooks Kepka, $10,800. Have we learned our lesson have you, have you, I think you've said that for years. <laughs> Brooks Kepka owns majors. It's not, it's been now like a, he's won five majors. So, like, yeah, in his last 17 starts, he's had no, his last, no, I guess f- since 2015, he has 17 top tens in majors or something crazy. Uh, hold on, I have a tweet to, to display. To, to 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 further uh, illustrate our point here, our friend amateur status. His name is Patrick McDonald. He's a guy with a blue check mark. He writes for He's CBS a smart Sport. Guy, yeah, smart guy. All right, so show you that the lowest score to par in majors since 2017 is our guy Brooks Kepka. Hmm. I guess I didn't I'm... really look at the other two lists. He's not on those. <laughs> well, yeah, he was. I think he was injured. Oh, for a couple years. So the other ones, like the that one that said since 2020, I'm pretty sure he was injured. So I don't even think that counts or matters. How much is he wanted? Is he wanted? Okay, he's 16 and a half percent owned on this fake list I came up with. Uh, but he's not eleven thousand dollars. So Josh, you got to click 
free square Brooks Kepka. Do you not? Sure. Yeah. I would I if I'm playing more than one lineup, I would click it. But if I have to pick one in the 10Ks, I'm playing Cantley. Mm. But Brooks is the second one. Yeah. I feel like one he's a, a very easy cash game start because you can you can poke holes in a, a few of those names, but not Brooks. Okay, so what about the next free square? Someone that is not ten thousand dollars. He's in the nine K range. I kind of tried to do one in the eight, one in the nine, ten, eight. You know, I tried to like mix these up a little bit. Free square number two, ninety nine hundred dollar Rory McIlroy. Yeah. How is Rory McIlroy considered bad now? He was bad for like two tournaments, I think. But he, otherwise, he's just like we did. Yeah, he was bad for like three tournaments. Yeah. He like didn't play for a whole lot, but he's like he was in the like match play and almost won tens. that thing. The last three t- times he's been out, he's been in the top ten. Listen, yeah. he hasn't won a major. I get it, but this dude has been in the top ten the most of anyone since 2015. He's had 18 total times. That's more than Brooks Kepka. He's constantly there, and he is only ninety nine hundred dollars. Yeah. You know what we know about constantly being in contention? Eventually, you just, eventually you just win. Mm. This happens over and over and over and over again. Dudes yeah. are good. Fifth place, eighth place, tenth place, fifth place, twelfth place. And all of a sudden, they just win. Yeah. And everyone says, oh, they're getting fifth place every time. They suck. They can't close. They're not they can't hit wedges is what I'm hearing. He can't hit wedges. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad, actually. But How can you not hit a wedge? Long, it's straight. Long. It's literally no. you move your hand back and forward. Should I get out <laughs> on the range? I can help Rory out. Yeah. All right. Obviously, well, well, hitting wedges may not be the. Anybody can hit a wedge. It appears that he's not very good with with figuring out either how to how to contact them correctly or just judge how far they're going to go. Mm. Oh, uh, maybe that's his best or his like terrible friend Harry, whatever his name is. That shitty cat. Yeah, that's weird. He's bad with wedges, and everyone's like, "Oh, you gotta dump the caddy." It's like, what? <laughs> what does the caddy have to do with Rory being able to contact? Land the ball, the ball seventy-eight and seventy-eight yards, Rory, and he probably says that to Rory, and then Rory's like, "Okay, I landed at seventy-eight, and it's off the green." And we're like, "Where are you at, Harry?" Thanks a lot. But then Rory isn't a dick, <laughs> so he isn't calling him out like Spieth, and we're not seeing this publicly. But either way, we're moving on to the next free square. The number three free square is the free square of the week. It's Tyrrell Hatton at eighty nine hundred. Sure. How the hell is Tyrrell Hatton not ninety five hundred? He should be ahead of a lot of these people. He's having a great season. But mm-hmm. does Tyrrell suck at majors? I think so. Especially the U.S. Open. It looks like not that again. Not that that matters because it's a different course every time. But right, and I think that Tyrrell Hatton can get over that, and he can play a little bit differently. He's playing a little bit more mature lately, has he not, Quagnus? I, I can't say. I can't say if he's been playing more mature. I mean, he's always a fiery guy, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean. Yeah. Would you call was Tiger mature? I mean, he was, he was pissed and happy, you know, too, when, in his heyday. Yeah, yeah I, know. I remember I mean, uh, people used to write Rom off because he was like that. They're like, oh, he'll never win anything because he doesn't have his head on straight. And then all of a sudden, and, he and just, then and then he just wins everything now. Yeah, <laughs> so. I think Hatton could, if Hatton has it around. Sunday, like, and he's in the contention. I have a full confidence that he could make it happen. And at $8,900, this is a great price. We do need to worry he is a little ROM light and we have to worry about his anger, but that's okay, especially at a US Open, too, which scares me. 
when people like Phil would pot, uh, pot a moving ball out of anger. We'll see. But this should be a, more of a birdie fest, a softer U.S. Open, I'm told. And it's in L.A. and schmoa. Either way, number three <laughs> is Tyrrell Hat. Number four is a combo of initials. It is. Number four is JT Whoa. and DJ. Wow, JT? JT at $8,700 and DJ at $8,700. has been completely written off by everybody now. I'm shocked that I'm even coming around again. I'm like, no, I was writing him off. But then I'm like, holy crap, he's being so written off. That we're Do you know what uh, like, I heard somewhere, what? something, somewhere that he might be injured? Have you heard this? No, mentally, probably. For sure. Last year, uh, again, I reviewed the notes. We opened up the pod debating who would win between Rom, Scheffler, and JT. And here we are, <laughs> $8,700. Okay, now, not sure if that's a free square or anything like that. We're talking, we're just... Everything's a free square. Nothing's a free square. But DJ at $8,300 in a U.S. Open, that seems a little bit weird. Is I this agree. because the only reason I could see this is because we're concerned DJ has mentally retired from competing at the highest levels. And so that $8,300 is fine. He could end up because he was good in a first or second round or two at the PGA Championship. And then he kind of faded because we're used to playing three rounds on the lift tour. <laughs> so maybe DJ. The real true crime, though, I'm not even, these aren't real free squares. The real freest square in the 8K range is $8,200 Sam Burns. Why? Why? Yeah. Questionable. $8,200, he's less Weird. than a roster spot, costs you? And he's Sam Burns? Where Bermuda Burns? Two on Bermuda in LA? Defense. Sam Burns, Birdie Burns? Let's go. I don't like, I don't understand. $8,200, this is a free square. He's played two good tournaments since like january <laughs> but he has also i don't know he won a lot I don't, before that i guess so he's bad reason for him you said hold on so you said recent form is the most important criteria for clicking and then you have a free square for a guy that has bad recent form <laughs> no but i forgot didn't he do something recently and everyone thought he would be bad at the tournament he was defending and then he was like sixth look at this yeah okay so that doesn't even count then oh I mean, it, it, this could be this could be worth discussing like off the show. But have we ever really established like a, a like cohesive criteria for what a free square actually is? Like, because no, we're all over the place. No, no, we just say names. Obviously, yeah, not. Exactly. <laughs> I am doing this thirty minutes before the show starts. Down, bro. Like, what are you talking about? And at the same time, does the uh, does your recent form show that he basically destroyed everybody in that uh, match play and won? That was. A, are we, you know, it shouldn't either. There's no wait. I have I have to look back at our guy, uh, smart golf bets. If there's a yellow square for our guy Burns, no yellow square. So thanks. Uh -oh. I'll agree with you. Of those three, DJ is you know based on our you know the history of D Dustin Johnson. That is a pretty crazy price for a guy that we're used to. But but JT just because he's not wanted, give me a break, man. Just because he's not wanted, that doesn't mean it's a free square. No, he's eighty seven hundred dollars in a major, dude. He's got bones on the bag. Like everyone's gonna suck. Everyone's gonna be bad at putting. <laughs> we're gonna have a lot of wedges. We're gonna have a lot of thinking. I think we're gonna have JT uh, getting a little angry. We got a little motivation there. Somebody that is literally won a major like a year ago and, it, and it was in the conversation with Raman Scheffler between us idiots one year ago, and now here we are. We're just like fuck him. 
I even said fuck them like two or three weeks ago. But I'm like, what the hell? I'll 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 think about it. Then put them in your league lineup. Put them in your league lineup this week. Uh no. (laughs) (laughs) But okay, there are five more free squares. I got five more in the so number five is actually five more. Justin Rose, Bryson, Fowler, Adam Scott, Wyndham Clark. I'll agree. I, those are the seven K range the most, is just that's the most inter- interesting range, I think. Yeah, the seventy five hundred range. I can't I can't decide which I there's another guy in there that I'm really sad I have to click because I just can't not click him. But uh it's really hard to pick between all of those dudes, I would agree. Well, and yeah, and you had Figala. Is that who you're thinking? Yes, of? yes. Exactly. It's he hasn't missed a cut since like mid 2022. It, that includes majors and elevated events and all that. What seven? What is he? Seventy six. That seems wild. So you guys want to see my exposures? That is wild. Um, yeah, the last me? time he missed a cut was in September. <laughs> So out of my 78 total lineups, I'm October. using 46 names. Now, the one name I'm kind of fearing of leaving out was Montgomery. Okay. But I've got Scheffler and Brooks as my major names in the 10K range, and I'm fading everybody else. And then i got Hatton and Xander and Spieth and Fitz and Cam Smith. Cam Smith feels like it could be a free square a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm playing DJ Cam Smith, by the way. I am using 13 shares of JT. Jeez. Okay. God, I'm going to just have to put him as a star name just to follow it to see what happens to you. Well, it's Justin <laughs> Thomas, dude. You'll see him enough on coverage. If you want to join the contest and go against us, you can do that. Let me show you what it's all about. It's. Uh, have you guys joined this yet? Probably not. What is oh oh did you do another uh winner take all? JJ Bean is not in. How about oh, yeah. Wag? I will join it though. These assholes that I'm a podcast co-host with aren't even in this, and I'm trying to get everybody to join it. I'll so be I'm, in it. It's 86 Go out of 150. If it fills $940 for first and 405 for second, it's only 10 bucks. I la- I lowered the price margins to keep it away from Christine's eyes. <laughs> Uh, either way, you can join that. Okay, let's talk about our names. League lineup. Okay, so obviously you got to do the free squares. I talked about Brooks and you talk about Hatton. How do you not start this way for me? Sure. Go for it. Um, and then I, ultimately I peppered our free squares in the 7K range. Because, again, the 8K range, I did say those names. I didn't even say M. M sucks at majors, especially not Augusta. And then, yeah, there's prices. These prices are prices for a reason. So I'm going to go down here, and I think that DraftKings has to start, you know, going from 81 to 8 to 79. They have to do this. This is how they have to price. And they're having to put these names down here. Who did I end up? Uh, I edited Rose, of course. I'm doing Thagala. I'm doing Adam Scott. And I'm doing, and then I can't decide. Oh, that's so hard. I can't believe you haven't clicked Patrick Reed. I know. Right? APPR. You only have four chances a year to play him now. You're a guy. And you you were you were questioning whether you're going to click him or not. You've well, changed. Right. You've changed, Chad. Um, I'm shocked Billy Horschel isn't in this lineup. I guess he sucks. 
<laughs> so this might be my league lineup. Now I did do iterations for my beer gut brain. Like, do you want to see my beer gut brain? Yeah. Hopefully it's better than this one. It doesn't have Horschel though. It shouldn't. No, but it does have M and it does have Burns, of course. And then I'm going down here to Clark and I'm going to Bryson. Is this your league lineup? This is my beer gut brain. Oh, okay. Okay, so then if you don't, and it, okay, I was talking to Mars before we went live here on the internet uh, about whether or not you could do Scheffler 11 4. It's fucked up, but like you probably should. All he does is top five and everything. So I kind of made a Scheffler lineup, and then it gives a little bit of the same kind of thing. Where, but, but again, I don't, you know, you can kind of just pepper any of these names in the $7,500 range. You can just do this. Sure. So, like, there's options to do this, even with Scheffler. But you got to fade all those other names up top. It's tough, tough to do. Okay, okay uh, Quagnus, who did you start your lineup with? Or actually, yeah, should we talk about you or should we? Yeah, we should. No, we should do mine next because of what you just said you're going to play in league because <laughs> I might have to pivot if I want to either gain or not lose to you. Oh, whatever. Uh, you're in first place, and I'm in, like, third or fourth in the overall in this segment you're in like sixth and i'm in eighth so we do have a chance to win yeah well i started with the two top free squares that i agreed with you so okay. go ahead and click those in kepka and hatton mm-hmm. and then and then god i have sam burns in for some reason oh no that might that might change that might change but no, you're going to do what's that you're going to use dj yeah he's 83 i don't have 100 left over from that because i want bryson and I want Adam Scott, and then Eric Cole was my lone sort of low name, Ooh. but I, I can't get Eric Cole with 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 DJ in there. So it's either Sam Burns or DJ, and no Eric Cole. Or you do Fowler instead of Bryson, because Bryson's going to be the chalk donkey. I heard. Well, is Cam Young broken? You don't want to play Cam Young. Cam Young is broken. Cam oh. Young is broken, in my opinion, so no, I can't click him. He's been broken for months. I looked at Fowler. Yeah. I'll be using Fowler in my handful of GPP lineups for sure. Well, you um, could do Cole, and then you could go to DJ, dude. God damn it. That seems like your lineup. <laughs> okay, what about you, Josh? You're doing Cantley. Cantley, yeah. No, wait, hold I'm on, not, hold on, I'm hold on. Before we do that, Josh Bennett is just swish on Twitter and each and every week. He, he produces a top 25. Yes, that is uh, meant to predict the leaderboard. It is very <laughs> accurate. It is starting with Fitzpatrick. Is this last year's model? The uh, people get angry at me, actually, that uh scott stalling Stallings better than scotty shuffler was like it's just the way this that particular stat is run so i get it so we got to look at the link or the description of the model is pinned it's long it's long it'll take it'll take some time to read it okay so that's Let's just bit that. just swish josh bennett uh then what did that mean did that you consulted this and making your lineup because you've kind yes. of seen your own model. I always consult. I do occasionally not play the first person in there, but I try to, I try to anyway. So Cantlay, who is number three, but I also like Cantlay because other people don't like him. And I mm-hmm. think he'll just end up winning soon. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And people will be annoyed because they think that he can't win the major. He can't close. He's a loser. And he'll just do it eventually. You know? He's so slow. Very slow. That's also why people don't like him. And then we go with the number one in the model, Fitzpatrick. Got to. 10-9. And then, and then you don't got to scroll very far. Because I have I have a name at the very bottom that's going to allow me to do this. I'm picking Cam Smith instead of Hatton. Hmm. Because I think now that Cam Smith has got the whole money thing out of his out of his system and he's like ready to play golf again. Yeah, look at that. He's like he's back to being ready to play good golf. Yeah, but he's paying forty five for good Cam Smith. He, we have to court. preface this top ten is actually a bad fucking finish. Let's just be honest. Not really. <laughs> yeah. Good golfers on live, dude. They play three rounds. There's Who not cares? good golfers. There's like one good golfer's Brooks. Just kidding. I <laughs> anyway, like Cam Smith. And actually, anyway, really good like good Cam Smith at nine thousand dollars is crazy town. So it, it, yeah, and then they're saying this is like undulated greens, like Augusta wide fairways, like Augusta. This is basically an Augusta comp, I'm told. So then maybe Smith could do this. Maybe yeah. Liv is just going to own all the majors. It could be very fun. Anyways, God. Next. It, they do. I'm sad that everybody else is picking Bryson. It's not like Bryson's just going to be very high owned. But I guess I have to do it because I always play Bryson. And then I already mentioned it. You also have to scroll very far again. No, wait, hold on. Let's talk one sec- more second. So everybody's saying you can't play Bryson now and that he's fish food or whatever, and we're not going to play him. And that you're. People are saying that because he's uh, projected to be high owned. But the thing is, is that there's a reason he's projected to be high owned. He's actually yeah. back to being Bryson. He is yeah. a U.S. Open golfer, literally. Yes. Plus, we're seventy six hundred. This is like the Brooks Kepka price at the Masters, yeah. where you just kind of go free. Yeah. What the shit? So yeah. maybe he should have been the free number one free square. Could it could have been? Yeah. What the hell? Okay, sorry. Keep going. Anyway, so you can kind of stay up towards the. the uh, I I I gotta play Thigala too. Oh. I can't not play. 76 is just wild. I don't know what he's good at doing. Was he in your model? What is he? No, he's not. Well, then you don't have to don't. Here's the deal. He's not a model. I don't even know what he's good at. Is he good at off the tee? I don't know. Is he good with his irons? I don't know. Is he good at I don't. I don't know if he's He's good good at at anything. You know what I know he's good at, Chad? Making cuts. So Yeah. How many has he made in a row? A million. Like 70, he hasn't missed a cut since end of September, I think. Yeah, he missed yeah. the Sanderson. Oh, yeah. did you guys know that uh, this dude lives down the street too? In Los Angeles? Yeah. Jesus. He's played the course thirty times at least. He's Whatever. Like, I'm not. I'm not even expecting him to like top twenty. It'll probably just be like thirty fifth, like always. But whatever. If you can guarantee a made cut in a major, sure. And that Dylan is why Dylan Wu isn't the name though. How the hell is it not Dylan Wu? Because it's Frankie Cappen the third. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. let's oh my go. Gosh. Yeah. Why do? You, how do you come up with that? Yeah, yeah. KFT guy starting to starting to round into form on the KFT. He's a rookie on the KFT. Rounding. How is he playing in this thing? He he qualified for it. Hmm. He finished third, I think, or. Yeah, third in the qualifier, or tied for second in the qualifier, or whatever he did. So okay. he basically dominated the qualifier. Oh, he went to he's, FGCU. That's sweet. He's from he's, Stillwater. He's from Stillwater, Minnesota, huh. which is cool. So he anyway, is. What, what do you think he's ranked in the, uh, in the world golf rankings there. right now? And also, also, 
to make it onto the KFT, he basically destroyed Q School. Just dominated everybody. So I'm going to play our Minnesota guy because he is a golfer. Over or under 600th in the world? Uh, He's under. He's like 500. I already looked it up. Oh, well, that's not fun. (laughs) Okay. He's 500. And we know world uh the OWGR is not a real thing. Doesn't matter. Okay, so you're Frankie Cappen. That's like yeah. a GPP lineup. This can't well, you're actually out of league because you keep forgetting to submit your I lineup. Do. <laughs> I do. I forgot twice though. You're trying to win a million dollars with Cappen. That'd be amazing. Yeah, that's that's gonna go right into the Millie Maker. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you for uh providing that winning lineup. I'm making 125 line. Is wow. that right? How many lineups do I have? <laughs> A lot. It says my potential for winning. Now it's not loading. Is one hundred and sixty-one thousand dollars? Wow! So it does. It's not a million. That's tough. I am making one hundred and twenty-five total entries. My fool. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, I'll be sure to. Let you know how I'm doing on Twitter. You know that I like to screenshot way too early if I'm doing yeah. that. Where's that? Um, if you want to join our contest, you're going to get a Fantasy Golf Pod t-shirt if you become the winner. I only cool. have XL left, so. And it's actually like the size of a double XL. Thank you for watching the podcast and liking, subscribing, and uh, we'll see you next week at the Travelers. Okay. That's what Brooke said. Brooke said that, yeah. <laughs> I got to the beach.